culture, you know what I'm saying? Episode 157, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back. I'm going to let Kendra talk to y'all. And I'll see y'all in a couple of minutes. Push these niggas off me like, push these bitches off me like, push these niggas off me like, pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like, pushing them all off me like, yeah. <laughs> I be immune to shit, tucking the broom and shit, done with the zoom and shit. Know you a joke, my answers are close, I holla at the moon and shit Know the results, the ballot is in, man, I'm about to boom again You funny, dog. Peekaboo, can't hide behind your money, dog. A week or two, I meditate on running loss Swerve, 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 shake the currents off, yeah Push these niggas off me like who? Push these bitches off me like who? Push these niggas off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who? Yeah. Head up, stressed out. Silence, I'm stressed out. Shh, be quiet. I'm stressed out. Stressed out, stressed out, stressed. Hit my daughter up, she need all the love. I need all the love. I mean all of us It's like 6 o'clock Bitch, you talk too much You making it awkward, love I mean it's hard enough I mean it's no Push these niggas off me like who? Push these bitches off me like who? Push these niggas off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who? Yeah Head up Chest out Silence I'm stressed out be quiet. I'm stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed out. Yeah, you know what time it is. I'm gonna start off with the anniversaries. So, Mary J. Blige turned 53 and Neff the Pharaoh turned 29 on the 11th. Next Friday, released in theaters on the 12th in 2000. Motown Records was founded, then known as Tomla Records, on the 12th in 1959. Britney Spears debuted with Baby One More Time on the 12th in 1999. Slick Rick turned 59 and LL Cool J turned 56 on the 14th. Schoolboy Q released his second album, Habits and Contradictions, on the 12th in 2012. Janet released What Have You Done For Me Lately, classic single, on the 14th in 1986. Snoop Dogg released Gin and Juice as a single on the 15th in 1994. Regina King turned 53 and Ninth Wonder turned 49 on the 15th. DJ Quick debuted with his album Quick Is The Name on the 15th in 1991. ASAP Rocky released his debut album Long Live ASAP on the 15th in 2013. Anderson Pack released his classic Malibu album on the 15th in 2016. Sade turned 65 and Aaliyah would have been 45 on the 16th yesterday. James Earl Jones turned 93. D-Wade turned 42. Michelle Obama turned 60. Ray J turned 43, and Muhammad Ali would have turned 82 today. And those are your anniversaries. It was a pretty much a quick week. It wasn't a lot of major stuff that was going on, you know, anniversary-wise. But I got a lot of quick news for y'all. So to start off with my own stuff, 
Weapon Season Volume 1 and 2 are out now. Make sure that, you know, those players can be listened to whenever, but those are for the gym. Health is wealth. It's January. I know a lot of people are going back to the gym, but you don't have to be in the gym to be healthy. You can walk. You can work out at home. You could do manual labor. There's a lot of things you can do to stay healthy, but make sure you stay healthy. Um, so, yeah, enjoy those two playlists. I also dropped a new playlist yesterday called Shadea Do, obviously dedicated to Shade, her career, her discography. So you can enjoy that one as well. It's been raining and been ugly cold weather outside. You know, this is the type of playlist for that. So enjoy it. Also, I have new articles coming before the month ends. Now that I'm done with all the playlists, I'll get to writing and get you guys something to read. So to go into the news for music, Scissors, um single Snooze is now eligible for five times platinum. So congratulations to her. Kaliuchi did drop her album. I haven't listened to it fully, but I've enjoyed what I've heard so far. Um, and then last week I played a snippet of Bryson Tiller. Um, that song is already out. I understand Bryson got mixtapes and stuff. It's been so long since I've like listened to him when I was in, you know, the era of 2015, you know, digging through all his music and all that type of shit. That song, whatever she wants is on slum Tiller two. I believe it's number two, but it's on SoundCloud. So, you know, y'all enjoy that. I might play it as a sleeper. I'm a C, but yeah, that song is out. So if you want to hear that whole song, go on SoundCloud and there it is. So had to update y'all on that. Also, when I, I did mention Aaliyah, it would have been 45 yesterday, Bright, uh, Black Round Records, they posted that her album, Unstoppable, the new posthumous album that's been teased for two years now, will be coming out this year. So I don't know if it's just going to be unreleased records. I don't know if this is going to be mixed with current artists. I don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, we did get the song with The weekend that was okay. It was like, eh, whatever. I hope that they do right by her with this album, and we're going to see. So hopefully it does come out this year. Also, today, Ariana Grande, she posted that her new album will be coming on March 8th, and it's called Eternal Sunshine. Also, uh, Beyonce was set to perform, according to the Today Show. She's set to perform at the Grammys to tribute Tina Turner, and that's going to be amazing. Also, since it is award season, a lot of, you know, award shows have been going on, and I haven't been able to keep up with them. But I did see a few things that were worthy of notation for me. So I want to give a shout-out to Angela Bassett for winning an Oscar. And I want to give shout-outs to Storm Reid and Quinta Brunson for their Emmy wins. So definitely shout-out to Quinta. She's come a long way. Um, She basically grew up with us on the Internet. So shout-out to her for real for everything she does in comedy and the amazing show that she's given us the last couple of years. Um, Also, I did see that Doja Cat was, you know, teasing a new album. She posted seven tracks a track list of you know seven songs or whatever and it was titled s2 scarlet came out last year just now so if we get scarlet 2 this year i won't be mad at it we're gonna see she's still charting and everything with the last one but see how it goes let me see other new music news um well i did mention bryson earlier he has this thing he's doing now called Tiller Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, we're going to get a new record. These are not records on his album, according to him. And he did drop one the other day. It's called Sex You Up. It's on SoundCloud. None of these are releasing on Apple Music or anything like that. But amazing, great record. You know, that's how I went back and I was looking through everything on SoundCloud. I was like, oh, shit, this song's already out. So, yeah, shout out to Bryson. In other entertainment news, Vince Staples is getting his own show on Netflix. It's going to be uh, called The Vince Staples Show. It seems like a comedy type of thing just like he was doing before but now it's on netflix so shout out to vince 
Gunna is set to release Drippers Round 3 on the 2nd of February, and Donald Glover has a Mr. and Mrs. Smith remake that is going to be premiering on the same day. So February has a lot of stuff going on. I want to touch on something really quickly after I give you this last piece of news, but Michael Jackson's biopic is going to be coming next year. According to the internet that, you know, that I'm on, it's going to be dropping April 18th, 2025. And obviously his nephew Jafar Jackson is going to be playing him. So I hope and pray that this is going to be amazing. This is going to be one of the best biopics we've ever seen, hopefully, because, you know, this is the greatest artist of all time. And we got to respect him as such and do right by him. The fact that his nephew looks like him and has the mannerisms and all that down packed, it's gonna, it looks like it's going to be on point. But I did want to speak on this. I'm going to be talking about Drake a lot on this episode, but this is the only negative thing I have to say real quick. I am supremely disappointed in him being in the club with uh, that. I forgot the name. I think I have the name written down. The the kid rapper who's just on, on the internet talking about killing niggas and shooting and all the shit. All the shit that a child shouldn't have any business talking about. Like, yes, the internet kids are on the internet they see shit but that does not mean they should be participating it was wrong when like there was a there's a funny ass clip we have of a kid rapping of saying some wild shit it's funny but but like on some real shit that that shouldn't be a thing okay um drake was in the club with this child he wasn't doing anything like with the child like that or anything but like the fact that he's even in the club and you know encouraging this type of shit is crazy because it's like you have a son you wouldn't have your son in the club like that and if you would, I'd be looking at you the same way I look at any other people who've done that, you know, that I've called out for that as well. But um, I'm disappointed in that. And yeah, I understand that in hip hop, some artists did sign young. Lil Wayne signed at nine years old. Bow Wow was uh, actually with Death Row. And then he got he got taken away and went to school and all that before Jermaine Dupree signed him to So So Deaf and things like that. But let, let's be serious. Certain topics and subject matter should not be glorified. If, the, if you get what I'm saying, like Bow Wow on Death Row had a small clip on Snoop Dogg's album where he, you know, he spoke some some words or whatever, which could be attributed just the same way as a child actor doing something in a film where it's super out of pocket, but it's funny and it's in the context of the movie. This kid is walking around in clubs and shit, bro. Like, that's not OK. And when Lil Wayne was signed at nine years old, I wasn't born yet. So, hey, I can't speak on that. I wasn't there. So, um. Yeah, that's the only negative thing I have to say about that. But I'm going to talk about Drake a little bit more soon um, to get into some more music news before I cover the main topics. I'm going to play a record for y'all because 21 did drop his new album. And then I'm going to talk about it real quick. But most of it is going to be written, of course. But yeah, enjoy 21 Savage and Travis Scott. Took a ballerina down to the ball dance Met a couple ball players, found a ball stance Now we in the bathroom, she found a ball face Took some shots and balled out, now how the stall taste I can't even go inside, my old might hear I might need to hit the town, I need you right here, right here Till she reached in the trunk and found a Nina I told her, baby, that's Nina Simone Hey. Driving through the liquor store, faded, braided, hands in this motherfucker waving, AZ, 80s like the 90s and 2000s. Driving through this motherfucker, wildin', ayy. Brady 7 pack, they come in bunch. I've been with the choir on a high note, getting C notes. Different presentation to this 
Cause Rob, you need a keynote Prezi round this motherfucker, I ain't sending vetoes Ain't no stopping shit or stopping licks, them boys on Geo Batting out the 504, I saved the name is Creo Dallas, when I'm on the road, I get to going T.O. Dominatrix matrix when she do it like I'm Neo Shit is off a side, they locking. Mama said, live up to my name, but they jockin' They gon' try, go and take your face for the profit. They gon' lie, they gon' slip and slide, get beside ya. They gon' try, we a hundred deep like Verizon. In the trees with the bumblebees on rising. And catching Z's, I been in the V on road design. Set they souls, I been in that mode that I ain't buying. He ain't slaughter gang, then he ain't official. Yeah. When that chopper sing, you really think that they gon' miss you. I spent a half a million dollars on dismissals It's gonna be a hearse, not a verse if I dish you Got me fucked up, nigga got me fucked up When I send it past the ceiling, that shit stuck up All that talking, acting tough, get you roughed up If your wifey at the spot, she getting bust up Rich nigga, got my scrap from Tommy Hilfiger Red, white, and blue American, I kill niggas Spreads blocking and pull out, this a real dipper Bottega, pick my kind, but I'm a field nigga But you still ain't learned your lesson, huh? Pussy. Hard-headed, you won't end up on the stretcher, huh? Pussy. Oh, you usher now, you giving out confessions, huh? Pussy. On the blouse like these hoes, oh, you messy, huh? Pussy. Put a Louis logo on my switch. I know Virgil probably looking down like, down this nigga, back on that shit. 21. Back inside the club with my blade. 21. Playing freeze tag shit, I'm trying to see who it. Oh, Niggas say we ox when they see me don't do shit. Oh, Only person believe that you a killer is your bitch. 21. Making diss songs, this nigga died about a diss. Fact. If I see my ox while I'm in cuffs, then I'ma spit. Pussy. Wanna kill the world about your bitch cause she on dick. 21. Thinking about the hoes that I'ma shit on while I piss. 21. You ain't heard my music, why you balling up your fist? 21. Reverb on the chopper, it go when it hit. He ain't slaughter gang, then he ain't official. Yeah. When that chopper sing, you really think that they gon' miss you. I spent a half a million dollars on dismissals. It's gon' be a hearse, not a verse if I dish you. Got me fucked up, nigga got me fucked up. Yeah. When I send it past the ceiling, that shit stuck up. All that talking, acting tough, get you roughed up. If your wifey at the spot, she getting bust up. That shit hard. Okay. That's called Nina, obviously, if you didn't get it from the from the record. Um, obviously these are two grown ass men, so talking about these topics is not that big of an issue and people can understand the difference between real world and talking shit on music. Cause they're grown ass men. So, um also on this album twenty one did talk about, you know, not glorifying this in the sense of we don't I don't want you to go down the path I did, et cetera, et cetera. So good album. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, good album. I'll definitely have more to say the more I sit with it because a lot of new music was coming out. Ariana Grande also released a record. You know, I told y'all it was coming out last week. The record reminds me of not trying to compare her to Mariah, but they do have the same type of voice and stuff like that. And I feel like Yes And was a sound wise, not the topic and all that type of stuff, but. Like how when Mariah Carey did Emotions and had a real pop, upbeat type of sound or or Heartbreaker, that era of like just real pop, bubblegum type of songs. And I'm not mad at it because 
this is something she could do very well. Um, I'm looking forward to the album, honestly. I don't know if she's going to release another single over this next month and a half. I doubt it, but this is a good song. Also, Hove and D'Angelo did release that 10-minute record. I'm not going to play it, obviously, because that's hella long. But it was good. I feel like, to a certain extent, we need to stop um, thinking that everything that Jay-Z does, every time that Jay-Z breathes, is going to be a groundbreaking, holy shit, this nigga dropped a song moment, right? It's not a bad song. But the way that everyone was hyping this up like it was about to be the next best thing since, I don't know, um, it, it wasn't that. Okay, it was a good record. D'Angelo did his thing. Jay-Z did his thing. It was a very long record. And it wasn't a long record that didn't feel like a long record. It felt long. So that is a knock I have on it. Um, I felt the same way when they were hyping up uh, the DJ Khaled record with everyone on it. Yes, that was much better than this. But even then, it's like, it was good. It was cool. You know what I mean? Like Jay-Z's done better things and Jay-Z can do better than that, if that makes sense. Um, but I enjoyed it. It's not like I don't hate it or anything, but I'm not finna. It's not a 10 out of 10. Oh, my God. I, I never heard nothing this good before type of record. So that's how I feel about that. Um, I want to get into some ignorance real quick, and then I'll cover some Bay Area topics or a Bay Area topic, and then I'll... Uh, Talk about Drake. But to start off with the ignorance, you know, I said Lil Nas X wasn't going to sell. I told y'all that Lil Nas X was being ignorant on purpose. I told y'all that he had no business doing what he was doing and that people weren't going to receive that very well. And now here we are um, looking at this man sit here trying to apologize for some shit he knew he was wrong for. So I'm going to let him speak and then I'll speak. Hello, everybody. Um, I wanted to not necessarily apologize, but I wanted to explain like where my head at and where it's been for like the last week. So first of all, when I did the artwork, I knew like there would be some upset people or whatnot uh, simply because you know, religion is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people. But I also didn't mean to, like, mock. This wasn't like a fuck you to you people, um, fuck you to the Christians. Like, you know, it wasn't, it was not that. It was literally me saying, oh, I'm back. I'm back like Jesus. Like, that was, like, the whole thing. I'm not the first person to dress up as Jesus. I'm not the first rapper. I'm not the first artist and I won't be the last um and I know like given my history with you know the call me by your name video anything that I do related to religion can be seen as like mockery that just was not the case with this and I will say though with the communion video with me eating the crackers and juice I uh I thought that video was going to be the video to lighten the mood to take it down like less serious or whatnot. I thought that was something that we all wanted to do as kids or whatnot, but I didn't understand the idea of, um, you know, the reality of what it is. You know, it's me eating the communion, which is like the symbolism of like Jesus's blood and, and bones or something like that. I don't remember com completely, but um, 
I did not mean it to as like a cannibalism thing or whatever the freak. But I do apologize for that. I will say I am sorry for that. That that was overboard. Though I'm I don't agree with all of Christianity's rules or whatnot. I know not everybody follows Christianity by the book 100 percent or you know the world would be a lot crazier. Um, but I do apologize for that. Uh, what was I going to say? This is not like to try to get everybody on my good side or whatnot. This is more so to clear my own head about my own decisions. I know, I know like, you know, I, I messed up like really bad this time. Um, and I can act unbothered all I want, but it's, it's definitely like taking a mental toll on me. Uh, what else do I want to say? Um, I know this is not going to be like an immediate, like swift, everybody like moves forward or whatnot, but I do want my Christian fans to know that I am not against you. I was put on this earth to, you know, bring people closer together and promote love. And like, that's, that's who I am. I'm, I'm not like some, I'm not like some evil demon guy trying to destroy every body's values and stuff like that that's that's not me uh what else was i going to say yeah um and also with the video there's no disrespect there i thought me clearly not being on the side of the devil in that video was the i don't know was was like there was an understanding there that i'm not like trying to diss uh christianity um, what was I going to say? What else? Uh, this is, this is, this is also, this is not like something I wrote down or whatnot. This is something off the top of my head. I'm trying to get out. Uh, lastly, again, I, I hope sooner or later we can move forward and I'm excited for the rest of, uh, this era and things I have planned and Hey baby. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I have to say for right now. I'm sending you guys love. I'm sending my fans love. I'm sending the people um, who I heard love. Um, yeah. So, let me start by clarifying. For those of you who aren't Christian, I understand that everybody doesn't understand Christian practices when he was doing the communion thing. Yes, as a child, as a child, not a grown man, like little Nas X is, we as children would have wanted to just drink the juice and eat a bunch of crackers because we're children. But it does not represent his bones. It represents Jesus' body and the blood of Christ is the is the juice or wine, whichever part of Christianity or Catholicism that you, you know, that's what that is. But as a grown man, you come on now. You have no business doing that. That was unnecessary. He apologized for it. Cool. We moving on. As far as everything else he said, I'm not the first artist to dress up as Jesus or to do blah, 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 right? This is true. However, the context is not the same. When Kendrick Lamar had a crown of thorns in all diamonds and stuff uh, two years ago now, it was 2022, some people were upset. But the, the story behind what he was doing with that was, I'm not your savior. He had that on. This is what you view me as. I'm not this, but this is how you see me. I'm going to show you how you see me. I'm going to show you that I'm flawed, which was the whole point of that album. So, boom, there's that. 
We have Kanye. Kanye has definitely taken it to a different extreme, but there was never a point where Kanye was disrespecting Christianity and then turned around and tried to call himself Jesus right after that. So yes, it's different for you because you have outwardly said fuck Christianity and things like that. Like you've said those things or alluded to them in your previous, I guess you want to call it era of when you did the call me by your name and the, and the shoes with blood in them and all that type of stuff. I don't think that you're just some evil demon guy, blah, blah, blah. But like you've represented yourself and moved a certain way to where you can't turn around and then say, oh, I thought we had an understanding. We don't have an understanding. Whether people are Christian or not. I've seen people who ain't Christian. They were like, nigga, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And it's like you have to have some type of common sense in order to not do certain things. Yes, you're Jesus in the video. You're not dancing on the devil. That does not mean that all of a sudden everything else you've ever said that you did not apologize for is just out the window. That's not how that works. You know that. So that song debuting, where did it debut? Because it didn't chart that well. Like I told y'all it wouldn't. Let's see. Uh, Jake Christ Billboard. I'm just, I'm just, you know, check. I didn't listen to the song. I heard clips and seen clips of the video. Didn't care. Um, let's see. Where did the, that shit peak? It's very hard to find a song that isn't charting. Um, so looking like it charted at. Wow, it didn't even chart. As far as uh, what I'm looking for, it didn't chart anywhere except the Netherlands at number 30. Didn't chart in America. And if it did, some people were saying at 80. Not sure how true that is, but either way. That ain't what you're looking for, and, you know, that will humble you and make you realize, oh, I did fuck up, which is hence the video. So, Will Nas X and any other artist who outwardly wants to make fun of any religion, this is not just about Christianity. If you were to do something that is outwardly against Muslims or outwardly against Buddhists or outwardly against Hindus, Sikhs, any of that, and then turn around and try to act like you're the deity in that religion... You wrong as hell. And for two, all the other religions, they don't play like that. They don't even allow you to play like that. And you probably wouldn't have even attempted given the fact that they don't play like that. So, yeah, um, people need to respect other people's religions and their choices. That goes for Christians, too. You need to respect people's choices. If someone wants to learn about the Lord that you believe in and do those things, that's great. But you shouldn't be forcing any type of lifestyle on anybody. And that's that's just what it is. So you let Jesus show through you. And if people decide to uh, embrace that, they do. If they don't, they don't. They're grown. They have their own choices that they can make. So, um, yeah, that's that's a little Nas X. Um, Ari Lennox and Joe Budden got into it. I would play the clips, but it's like it's unnecessary. I can just give you a little rundown. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it. I talked about last week where she was talking to her fans about her experience on the tour and how she understood that those people weren't for her. And I was talking about how, you know, artists that perform need to be respected, like throwing things at them and stuff like that. That's out of pocket. Now, Joe Button turned around and was saying that, uh, does she want to sell tickets or nah or whatever? That was how he started it off. And, you know, as always, Parks just chimes in, piggybacking and dick sucking everything that Joe says. First of all, I want to say in regards to her selling records, Ari Lennox is an artist where record sales are not ever going to be reflective of the talent level that she has. They just aren't. 
you know, people aren't going to give her those flowers until it's too late. I, I assume hopefully she has a moment like with SZA and shit pops off because she deserves it just as much. But I don't think that she's going to get the that respect. It's going to be more of a slow burn respect as far as sales go, because we all respect her as an artist. But um, that's that's that thing. Now, Joe was saying that therapy is not Instagram and da 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 da. Now, now I'm going to start with saying this, Joe. You are the you're the nigga who started the I'm an artist on the Internet and this is how I feel about everything. So you are the last person who should even be attempting to say something like that. While you have the most experience in it, yes, you can speak on it, but you shouldn't be trying to tell someone that. For two, that's not what she was doing. She sat on the internet and told her fans her experience on a tour, and she told everyone that she understood that certain people or certain audiences were not for her, and she got it. That's okay to explain. She didn't get on the internet and say, fuck Rod Wave. She didn't get on the internet and say, fuck Rod Wave fans. She didn't say any of those things. So I don't know where you got that from. Um... Now, in Ari Lennox's response, she was saying, like, you know, stop touching them dogs, blah, 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 like talking shit. And then she was like talking about alluding to suing him. Now, alluding to suing him, I don't think that's even necessary because one, it wasn't any type of defamation or anything like that. Was it stupid things that he said? Absolutely. But suing him seems kind of pointless and ignorant waste of time, in my opinion. Um, as far as the whole dogs thing, I'm not sure if you followed so far, but there was it's a long running joke and situation like with Rory's dog or whatever from when they were all cool that wasn't something that actually was really going on like that so that's just her shit talking and people you know when you don't like someone and the internet doesn't like someone they can you know say certain things and they run with it I'm not gonna condone that but you know it is what it is um so yeah I understand everything that Ari Lennox said and I understand her frustration and and being angry with Joe Button 100% um but yeah, that's it's unnecessary to even try to tell an artist what they should be feeling or how they should uh, express themselves, if that makes sense. You can't tell an artist how to express themselves if they're not harming anyone when they express themselves. Because there's artists that harm a whole lot of people when they express themselves. And here we are trying to sugarcoat and make it feel like, oh, that's OK. Da, da, da. Like my thing is we got artists like Blueface running around the Internet. Well, he's in jail right now, but running around the Internet in general. And getting the recognition and quote unquote respect, I guess, not for respect, but clout over ignorant shit and dumb things that we see on the Internet every day that we all should stop embracing and stop giving a platform to. But Ari Lennox talking about her experience on a tour is where you're going to be upset. Shut the fuck up, Joe. That's really all I got to say there. Um, Now, the Bay Area had Keith Lee visit. You know, he started off his food tour in the Bay Area and it did not go well, but I'm going to let him speak and then I'm going to let, you know, I'm going to say my little part and then I'm going to let him speak again because there's two videos and, you know, it, it just, it the Bay Area needs to do better, but I'll get into it. The Bay Area stop on the Keith Lee and family food tour is officially over prematurely, and we're gonna get straight into it. Let's talk about it. There are a few reasons why, as a family, we decided to end the food tour short. But before I get to that, I truly want to say, from the bottom of heart, I appreciate every single bit of love. The people of the Bay were absolutely amazing, and I'll never forget the hospitality and the love that y'all showed me. Reason number one, I truly don't believe the Bay is a place for tourists right now, and that's what I was a tourist. The people in the Bay are just focused on surviving. That's the business owners, the locals, the amount of tents and living structures and burned up cars that we saw people living in was shocking to say the least. Before we went people was comparing it to gotham city now i might not agree 
but I understand where it's coming from. But I can't harp on it enough that the people are amazing. It's just an environment. And as an outsider, I wish the city would step in. I don't know if they have. I don't know if they've been trying. But just from the outside looking in, it don't seem like it was much city interference. Reason number two, and this is in no particular order, we went to a lot of restaurants. Popular restaurants, not popular restaurants, mom and pop shops. And this is the first city where I have over six videos that I don't feel comfortable with posting because nothing about my experience was constructive and nothing that I said was constructive. I've always been big on honesty. I've always been big on transparency. But I've never been big on completely tearing down anybody. And I feel like those six videos only doing that. And I've always said, I'm absolutely blessed to do this but it does take a lot of money it does take a lot of resources to do at the moment everything comes out of pocket so when we had that many restaurants that we couldn't do anything with that was just another deciding factor number three and probably the most important i had to go to the hospital because i had an allergic reaction to one of the meals i had this restaurant in particular cooked a plethora of meats including shellfish my family specifically asked if they cooked it on the same grill they said yes but they would clean it the second i ate it i blew up like a balloon i had to get some steroids and biology medicine and it cleared right up but it was a health concern nonetheless and that was another reason why we decided to go home i also think the bay wasn't the target audience for what it is that we do 90 percent of restaurants that the locals said had great food was already boom and the people from the bay are a loyal community so if your food is good the line gonna be out the door already and then again we went to some of those restaurants and i wasn't a huge fan and even if i did like all of the food at the busy spots there's never been my mo to just go to busy spots so those are the reasons why we decided to cut it short but nonetheless some amazing things did happen while we were there chef greens was one of the restaurants that i went to and he had a new segment the day after we left God is amazing. Mama T's also joined that category with a new segment the day after we left. God is amazing. And one of the places that we went that I didn't get a chance to post was the highlight of our trip. The name of it was Luxurious Cuisines. Customer service is absolutely amazing. And the food wasn't too far off of that. We went in as a family and we left for a $2,000 tip. So the trip itself wasn't all in vain. And again, I appreciate every single person that I met. I want to stress, it is not normal for us to go to restaurants, not like it, and not post it. Any other time we ran into the situation, I've always had some kind of constructiveness to say. This was just different. And again, I'm always going to be transparent. I'm always going to be honest. Thank you again to everybody in the Bay Area. Now, with that being said, shame on the person who fucking didn't clean what they needed to clean. Let's start with that. If you are a business owner with food in any capacity, that should be your number one priority is cleaning and the lack of cross-contamination. So you need to do better, whoever you are, because he didn't name you for a good reason, I'm assuming. Um, now with everything he said as a tourist, yes, the Bay area is not the safest place in the world. If you're from here, you know that, but I can say this. If you act like you've been somewhere before, ain't nobody going to bother you. You know what I mean? No one's going to bother you. I feel like that's a situation where, I mean, yeah, you have your family and stuff, so I get it. But you know, in the general sense, if you act like you've been somewhere before, no, nobody bothers you in the Bay area. Anybody who do is just ignorant and you can move like that anywhere, like anywhere in the world is going to be ignorant people that try you or whatever. And, you know, you just act like you've been there before. Um, yeah, I just I feel bad because one thing I will say is people who are in the comment section are ignorant. Why would you knowing that Keith Lee doesn't go to like popping spots or whatever? Like we're not this isn't a, a flex contest. This is trying to help businesses that need the. uh the interaction and engagement like Anthony's ice cream shop didn't get to be visited. You know what I mean? He didn't visit them. Um, we didn't get to see how that would have helped. You know what I mean? Great ice cream, but not a lot of people know where it is. Not a lot of people understand or, or visit or, you know what I mean? But when they do the shit, hella good. So Keith Lee didn't get to go there. And I feel bad that he didn't get that, that experience because people were, trying to put him on to places that we all know already. Like, why would you do that? 
that's not smart at all. But people did take some of his uh, comments out of context, and he explained that further. So I'm going to play that for you right now. Statements about our experience in the Bay Area have been misconstrued, so let's talk about it. I got this mask on because my allergies are still flared up. Number one, we didn't leave because of violence. And at one point, did we feel threatened or scared? We didn't get ran out of nowhere. I gave a list of reasons of why we left early, and one of those reasons is because I said I don't believe the Bay is fit for tourists at the moment. And I said that specifically based on the spots that we had went to and the areas that we were in. I don't think any of the spots that we personally went to were conducive of a five to six hour wait time, especially with people coming directly off the plane. And when I say people, I mean tourists. I don't think they were conducive of coming straight off the plane and going away into these lines. As a tourist, I wouldn't wait outside three or four hours in any of those areas. Not to say people don't or people shouldn't. I just said, in my personal opinion, it didn't seem conducive. And I believe that message is synonymous with the locals. Because before we went, a lot of people were stressing the conditions of the Bay at the moment. News articles, locals, people that I spoke to on a daily basis. Number two, we went to a lot of cities. We didn't just go to Oakland and San Francisco. We went to six or seven different cities. I didn't name those specific cities because there's only a few restaurants that were recommended from those cities. And if I named the specific city, people would be able to figure out what restaurant I went to and didn't enjoy the food and they would go bully those specific restaurants, even off of just guessing. So I didn't want to put random restaurants at risk of being bullied and getting negative reviews from people who've never been to that restaurant. But yeah, we went to other spots that wasn't Oakland, wasn't San Francisco. We went to the Bay. We went to trucks. We went to brick and mortars. We went to Michelin star restaurants. We went to a lot of places. And I personally wasn't a fan of a lot of places that we went to. And I said in a previous video, it was a point where I wasn't constructive. Now, if I don't like the food or if I don't like the customer service or I don't like the experience and I can still be constructive, I will be. And I've always been that. I've always been transparent with that. But this is the first time where I feel like I didn't have that, so I didn't do it. Number three, I'm not a food influencer or a content creator. I'm Keith. A lot of people are implying that I don't do enough research or I should have a food tour guide when I go to these cities. I'm a normal person, and our food tour has been guided for normal people. It hasn't been guided for people who can reach out to the number one food influencer in each city or a celebrity in each city that could be a personal tour guide for them. I want you, my mom, my family, and whoever else don't got 50 million followers to have a good experience in these places. And I'm not going to tell you I'm having an amazing experience only based on the perks that I get with having 50 million followers. But I want to be very clear. I'm not saying I'm not tapped in or I don't do my research and watch the biggest food influencers of each city. I do. I do a lot of research. I watch a lot of videos. And as of late with the last two stops, it just so happened that I have reached out to some people. But these are people that I genuinely respect and what I actually want to be in real life. Can I improve? Absolutely. Is there more research to be done? Absolutely. But do I feel like I should have to have a tour guide or the biggest celebrity or the biggest food influencer of each city to have an enjoyable time? No. This is the last point that I'll touch on. Right now, we are in the research stage of doing a food tour. We are in the very beginning of the food tour. It literally just started six months ago. We are using this time to polish it and refine what it is that we do. So if we are blessed enough to have a TV show, we can know what works for us and what don't work for us. So that way, when we do go to these networks, we are solid in our foundation. So I can still authentically be myself, just on a bigger platform. And past all of that, I always say I'm a festival guy. I truly believe I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And if you disagree with me and you don't like me, I fully get that. And I'm not mad at you. I'm really not. Again, the people in the Bay were amazing. I'm going to say it again. It's unfortunate that my allergies flared up. But I never once looked at the entire trip to the Bay as a fail or a disappointment. And I would appreciate if these blogs and these media would stop saying I did. God. Now, shout out to Keith for that. Um, definitely shout out to Keith for that because he clarified a lot of things. You know, um, I just, I, I feel like the Bay Area, not from his experience, but in general, like even just the recommendations that a lot of people in the comment section would get. That's where I'm like, bro, y'all know better. He went to a Michelin restaurant, a Michelin star restaurant. That's not his thing. Like, yeah, he could go and try it or whatever. But like, what is Keith Lee going to do to help a Michelin star restaurant get more 
followers or more engagement. One, half of us ain't going to no Michelin star restaurant because that shit too expensive. Two, they already popping. They got a Michelin star. So what are we talking about? Um, so, yeah, there's that. And people, you know, Guadalajara 4000 from Oakland was saying how he went and he was talking to Keith Lee and Bay Area Foods and all that type of stuff. Um, it was I, forget, I think it's a Bay Area Foods is the actual influencer's name. And, you know, they were trying to give him like little places to go. And then people were like, oh, you moved from the Bay and blah, blah, blah. You're not from the Bay. Da, da, da. And he had this to say. And this is something where I was saying the Bay Area needs to do better in general. Even Guap Dad admitted he don't even live in Oakland no more. He got money and moved to L.A. That's all y'all got to say? That's all y'all got to say? Shut your bitch ass up. Yeah, I don't live here, nigga. I lost my house, nigga, to financial racism, systematic oppression, a process called redlining that was introduced to my neighborhood via gentrification. They planned that shit decades ago. We couldn't pay the rates, Pete. I was out here broke. Nigga, I got money when I moved to L.A. and did something different, nigga. And guess what I did with my money? Nigga came right back to the town and flew myself out to this bitch with my own money just to meet up with a nigga who not even from here that got a platform and could possibly shed some positive light on this motherfucking shit. You Winnie Hut Jr. neck having ass, nigga. Get the fuck off Twitter talking about some bullshit, bruh. I only do this shit to put the city on my back till it's give me scoliosis. I don't give a fuck. That's all y'all got to say? Suck my dick, nigga. Do y'all know the people don't even like the bay? They like the people. Y'all don't know what it's like being famous and being one of the only niggas that's a type of famous that I am from out of this motherfucker. All they got to say is bad shit about us. And all I got to do is say good shit. I came out here trying to do good shit. And that's what y'all got to say? Okay, that's what's up, babe. It's a check, nigga. Now, I will say the Bay Area has some of the most crabs in a bucket ass mentality I've ever seen in my life. Like, just being from here and doing the shit that I do and the shit that Anthony does. We've seen it ourselves. It don't make no sense how much the Bay Area self-hates. Or when someone from the Bay Area has to leave, like he just said, and does good. Oh, you don't even fuck with us no more. When he was here, you weren't fucking with him. Let's start with that. Let's start with that. Or people who do have giant platforms here that don't want to help. They don't help. And that's okay because we don't like nobody owe nobody nothing. But like if someone has to step out and go do something else to, in order to get some type of respect or get recognition, that's what they're going to do. Don't turn around and be pissed off at them later. I understand if an artist from the Bay doesn't like say that they're from the Bay and that's annoying. Or if they aren't from the Bay and they try to claim it, that's annoying. I get that. But like people who just come on the Internet and talk shit when they're not doing nothing to help the Bay Area or whatever area. This goes for any region, but especially the Bay because I'm from here and I see this shit all the time. Y'all need to stop with that shit, bro. It's annoying. It doesn't make any sense. They've done it to him. They've said shit like that about so many artists that leave and go to L.A. What what record label is in the Bay Area besides Empire? There isn't one, okay? Yes, E-40 has his stuff. But, you know, come on now. Like, let's be, let's be for real. You know what I mean? That's not a diss to E-40. It's just like, I'm talking about major labels or a place where artists really have a place to do their shit. It's not out here. It's not out here. And if it is out here and someone's doing their shit, guess where most of their support's going to be coming from? Not out here. And if it is coming from out here, guess where they're going to have to move to in order to afford to live somewhere? Not out here. Like, let, let's be real, bro. The Bay Area is not 
the most conducive place to stay and build and do things. It should be. It's a major metropolitan area, just like every other major city in America. And we should have that type of foundation, but we don't. And we have to build it, which is what these artists are trying to do. But, you know, hey, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, yeah, that's that's the Bay Area. And, you know, it is what it is. My next topic is about Drake. And, you know, it's 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 a negative thing, not towards him, but just towards the way that hip hop views him, if that makes sense, because most of was doing an interview and he was asked about Drake. And uh, this is what he had to say. And then I'll I'll speak on things like is Drake hip hop. Drake is pop to me in the sense like if I was in Target in Houston and I heard a Drake song, it feels like a lot of his music is compatible with shopping. (laughs) Commercial music. Or as, as, you know, shopping with an edge in certain instances. Fair. I like Drake's music, but I understand exactly what you're saying. Of course. I mean, I it's, I, I it's commercial, it. entertaining, fun, it's, good, it's, formulaic music. It's likable. Likable music, yeah. It's likable. Um, but is it... Lena, you know, I'm going to leave you alone. We're going to move. We're going to move on. Um... <laughs> so many, so many products. So many skews. So many skews. (laughs) Look at all these skews. Oh, so many products. So much merchandising. So many barcodes. I love this mall. (laughs) Look at this place. I mean, look at this place. They have everything. Everything's here. They have everything here. Oh, this is great. This is a new Drake. You hear it? It's great. Okay. What happens when this thing collapses? What happens when the columns start buckling? Are we not in some early stage of that at this present hour? Are we seeing like the collapse of empire? Buying and selling, where's the message that I can use? Right. You know, what's in it for your audience apart from like banging the pom-poms? Now, let me let me say this. Most Def is a hip hop great and he is an amazing artist in his own right. With that being said, from 2009 and we are now 2024, that is 15 solid years of Drake's career. He started before that and I'm pretty sure he'll continue after this. Are we in the beginning of a collapse of an empire? What do we do when this thing collapses? We are 15 years into someone's career asking that question. That does not make sense. You didn't even have a 15 year career where you were doing, you know, great albums over and over and over. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about, bro? Yes. There is a commercial aspect to Drake's music. In the same vein, there is storytelling, there is background, 
There is multiple layers to the things that he talks about, raps about, sings about, whichever genre that you want to put him in as far as the music that he's releasing. There's all of that to it. So what are you talking about in the sense of are we viewing the collapse of an empire? If you want to say one album is better than the other, that's fine. But the collapse of an empire? We're 15 years in. What? Kanye from 2004 up until 2019. Were we talking about the collapse of an empire when Kanye West was losing his fucking mind in 2018? No. We just said that he was crazy. Or we didn't fuck with what he was saying. Like outside of music. You cannot like Drake outside of music all you want to. But when it comes to in that booth or when an album releases, you are not about to sit here and act stupid or be delirious or just not view the music for what it is. You cannot like Drake's music. That's fine. But to sit here and try to clown or make fun of a commercial success of an artist who isn't someone who only chases commercial success. He just got it because of the lane that he built for himself. It's dumb. It's just a dumb take it's been stupid since what 2016 maybe a little bit earlier than that maybe like 2015 the second that he had a top two charting song and we knew that it was going to be up from there when hotline bling came out it's been this this conversation about drake and it's stupid it's very stupid if you want to say, oh, it sounds like his, his shit playing, uh, his, his shit playing Target, that's great. That's fine. But guess what, Most Def? Yasin Bey, your song is now popular again because a new artist remixed it. I enjoy your version better, but I'm not about to sit here and act like people knew who you were when that other one came out. I did because I'm someone who enjoys hip hop and loves your music and enjoys your artistry. But we're not finna sit here and act like in, you know, that song came out in 1999 and it got remixed, what, two years ago? That's about damn near hmm, 23 years. We're going to sit here and act like, you know, you getting remixed versus Drake still being out here releasing music in the same similar time period. Like, there's not a comparison, bro. Let's stop it. Okay? Like, stop it. And this isn't me saying this because Drake is a part of my generation of music. It's just like, we gotta we gotta have some type of sense. That's like when Michael Jackson was 15 years into his run. Oh, are we looking at the collapse of an empire? What? And no, I'm not comparing Drake to Michael Jackson. That's, that's not a fucking comparison. But the concept remains. Like, when Beyonce is 15 years in her career, and you don't like something Beyonce got going on, I guess, and you want to see her, oh, is this a collapse? Of no, it's not. It's not. It's simply not. We could say like that's like trying to say I don't even like Taylor Swift's music, but we're gonna sit here and if, if Taylor Swift was asked about and so oh, it's uh it's very formulaic music and you know I enjoy it, but you know it's it's likable, I guess it's likable and giggling and shit. Bro, Taylor Swift is an amazing artist. She's not on the level of Beyonce or anything like that, but she's a great artist for her audience and that shit is selling and she's selling a million copies a week and shit like that. that hey. All you can do is respect that shit. It is what it is. I'm someone who don't listen to her. I ain't heard some of the shit that's even charting. But that does not mean that she's not successful and is not good at what she does and good at her artistry and her pocket of music. No one in her pocket of music is sitting here disrespecting her. I don't understand why hip hop will sit here 
and shit on artists, no matter what generation it is, they will shit on the next generation. And it's so fucking stupid, bro. It's so dumb. Why do we have this conversation about Drake every six months? Or every album phase, or maybe a couple months after, because it's a couple months after the last album release. Why do we do this? You say Drake's ass and no one fucks with Drake and da 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 And then here we are on the next release where he's platinum again. And then we have niggas hating. Drake had this to say on Monday. He posted, what Umi say again? Let me shine my light, King. Don't change up now. And if you don't know, that's a reference to another record by Most Def called Umi Said, which is on the same album um, as um, Miss Fat Booty, I think the name of the record is. Or Miss New Booty, one of the two. Um, which is the one that Jid remixed that's going popular on the internet right now. Um, or going viral, I should say. But yeah, it's like, why do we have this conversation, bro? Like most deaf you come on now. Come on now. Drake has done too much in hip-hop to be disrespected like this. Like I said, 15 years if you want to just count 2009 to now. He's gone on tour with multiple hip-hop artists. He has his own series of songs that you know he's about to wrap his ass off on if you see the title. And he just did it on the last one. He's influenced multiple artists. He's helped multiple artists get a platform. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Drake said it himself. People talk about when this is going to get repeated. I'm one away from Michael, nigga. Like, what are we talking about? You know? Like, yes, I feel like that record should have a, a asterisk next to it given the current time that we're in with streaming, etc., etc. But at the end of the day, the success level in this era is the best that he could ever do. Like, this is literally the best that he could do in this era, and he's doing it. And it, it just is what it is. Now, if people want to say Drake, you know, is he took an L in hip-hop because of Pusha T, that's fine. I agree with that. That's cool. Every You know, he took an L. It is, it's an L. Drake called it a fucking L. Now, if you want to say, oh, he's too passive-aggressive, a lot of artists are passive-aggressive. That's not just him. That's not just him. Drake could drop a song called uh, Most Definitely right now because uh, even Quake GW, you know, I follow him on Twitter, Diverse Mentality, shout out to them. He said he'll probably drop a song or drop a bar called Most Definitely or whatever, and it won't be about Most Def, just to talk some shit. That's fine, because a lot of artists have done similar things, but Drake is, is definitely a master at it. But that don't mean you're not hip-hop. That don't mean that you're not... Like, you can't tell the story of hip-hop without mentioning Drake. You can't. And you can't do it even more so than you can with most deaf. Like, you shouldn't be telling the story of hip-hop without mentioning most deaf. But if you left most deaf out and mentioned Drake, less would change. And that's just a fact. Less would change. You could talk about Drake and not talk about Talib Kweli. Less would change. You could talk about Lil Wayne and not talk about most deaf. And less would change. You could talk about Nicki Minaj and not talk about most deaf and less would change. You could talk about J. Cole and not talk about most deaf and less would change. You could talk about Kendrick Lamar and not talk about most deaf and less would change. Should you still include most deaf in the story of hip hop 1000%? That's not a disrespectful thing to say about like that's disrespectful to say you should. But if you didn't and mention the other, less would change. I don't I like I don't understand why artists think that because like, yes, you're older, 
you know, you, you, you could have the respect of being an older artist in hip hop. All our artists in hip hop should be able to grow old and see the next generation. But if all you're going to do is sit there and talk some shit, take the mic away. Take the mic away. I don't know if this is because um, last week he was in the studio with Alchemist. And he has new music coming out. And he want niggas that don't like Drake that, you know, the people that do talk shit about Drake and the older generation or older old heads, I guess you could say the people that hate Drake or talk about Drake negatively, even though they listen to all the music he dropped. If he want that audience to come listen to whatever he has coming with Alchemist, that's fine. But I'll say this. The shit was going to be good regardless if your shit's good, because most deaf, you're a talented artist. You're one of the best rappers to do it just behind the mic specifically. Like you're one of the greatest to rap. Like that's that's not a hard thing to grasp for people who listen to hip hop. But we're not going to sit here and act like this doesn't look like a press run when you have the context that I just gave you. Either that or you just hate ass nigga. One of the two. Now, if you want the, the audience, you could have did this without talking shit about Drake. It would have been way easier to big up Drake or say something or not say anything at all or go down this tenure like, oh, I'm going to stop talking and then start laughing and continue the shit. Like, come on now. Come on now. You're better than that. You're a grown ass man. You grown as hell. I'd be stupid if I was doing it. I'm only 26. You grown as hell. But, you know, it is what it is. This is the world we live in. And people move the way that they move. I will say that is my last topic because, you know, it's a it's been a slower week. But, you know, I had a few major things to talk about for y'all that were important to me because, you know, a lot of the Internet covers things daily. I want to just bring up the stuff that's important for the week. But again, I love and appreciate y'all. I'm I'm picking between Drake is a sleeper and uh that Bryson song. I might I might save Bryson for next week. So we're gonna end it off with some Drake. Because nigga's been talking shit like he don't rap. So I'm gonna play a record where he rap. And I hope that y'all enjoy it. Again, I love all y'all. Thank you listeners for coming back once again. And as I always say, black people, stay together. Calling, so I threw the deuce up. Yeah, they plotting on me, but they gotta do something. Told my dog to something just to shoot something. Left them niggas stretched out on the train tracks. Rather you than me, here come that payback. Got them looking for that paper that they can't tax. Yeah, yo, so clean, I told them call it Ajax. Hialeah celebrated when Fidel died. Patty LaBelle, who knew that we would sell pies? Standing on your own is when you realize When all the lights go out, that's when you see the real guys Back to the real niggas glowing in the dark Never perfect, but you know a nigga hard A rich nigga that'll pull up to the park Get on one knee and tell the kids that they are stars Bullet wounds don't be covered by Obamacare Your funeral is way too soon, as if your mama there Real niggas deserve to live twice Plastic fork, get some fried rice. Yeah, 2.2 for the rap on the dial. Don't act like you're happy for me now. Don't act like you wasn't praying for catastrophic collapses. Catalog is immaculate, still running the game. Don't ask me about the practice, ho, you go on vacation. Don't ask me about relaxing. Not sure if you know, but I'm actually Michael Jackson. The man I see in the mirror is actually going platinum. Unthinkable when I think of the way these niggas been acting. Yeah. 
I never did you nothing and you play like we family, huh? Next thing you wanna shoot me down, it can't be love. Not sure where you was trying to send it, it can't be up. That day you sounded like a bitch, you fancy, huh? Damn. How can I forgive like this? I gotta dead a lot of shit just to live like this. I had to fuck a lot of girls to get a kid like this. I had to get a lot of cribs to get a crib like this, nigga. That's why I'm moving all elusive. These boys on their last resort and it's giving us all inclusive. Been spazzing since CB was chunking up the deuces, nigga. Your shit was boo boo. Excuses, excuses, nigga. Mass beat the pussy niggas, I just call it like I see it, I ain't even looking nigga I just walking like I speak it, I ain't speaking to them niggas, I ain't stopping, I'm just greedy All I eat is pussy niggas, don't wanna see these pussy niggas, y'all can't see me pussy niggas You keep talking like you eating, I'ma feed you bullets nigga, I might even cook a nigga All my weed is cookies nigga, shove an eight ball up a pussy like a fetus for me nigga I got bitches doing lines, I'm a to some nigga I got sentenced to some time and it was easy and simple, I'm so difficult to fathom like a fever in the winter I got women in the phantom with their cleavage out the window and I smell like the pack money trail right on track with that big body made back like it's a little Pontiac. All my chains are like snakes, that's some real diamond bags. Pull my hammer out of pussy, pull her nails on my back. I don't chill, I react on the scale. My pockets fat into this well, you like a ant. I'm a dog, if you a dog, then pull your tail up out your ass. And on this codeine, I'm a turtle with a shell shock my ass. I'm the hottest on the cell block, I promise I can fly to check my mailbox. Invoices sounding like Jill Scott, pill pop, house and hitting heels on the hilltop. Her ears pop, she lick my lollipop and my teardrop. Stop, stop.